Okay, look, some high finance nobility will intentionally talk in language that you don't understand. Alan Greenspan was famous for this. When he would testify in front of Congress, he would use this heavy financial jargon that would make it almost impossible for anyone to figure out what exactly he was saying. And he was intending to do it that way. Then no one could follow him well enough to call him out on it. But I'm going to make sure that we don't do that here on this channel. I wouldn't consider myself a religious person, but here's a monk named Ajahn Brahm. He's British. He's a teacher at the Buddhist Society of Western Australia. And I like to listen to his talks. I think as he would even say himself, he tells a lot of jokes. A lot of them are bad jokes. But here's one that's quick and it's pretty good. Again, don't forget to subscribe and also hit that little bell button next to the subscribe so that you will be notified when I post a new video. Check it out. But when it gets to the big picture, you know, it just gets so complicated. Yeah, you can see how things work, conditionality, but it gets so complicated you can't predict anything. That is just know what we know about the weather. We can just notice the way the wind moves, but we can't predict it. It's the old chaos theory that a butterfly flaps its wings over Beijing and it causes a storm, a cyclone, over the north and western Australia. The things are so finely balanced, we can, can't predict anything. And it reminds me of that story which I wanted to introduce. I was going to introduce it earlier, that's why I'm just going off on a bit of a tangent, about this, this monastery up in the north of India up in the mountains. If you've been up in the mountains, they're not just Tibetan monasteries, there's, uh, there's uh, Theravada monasteries up there as well. There's this very famous Theravada monastery up in the north of India in the province of Ladakh. And the old abbot, who was very wise and very spiritually gifted, and people thought he had psychic powers and the whole works, he passed away. They elected a new abbot because he was a good meditator. And as soon as I got the new abbot, now he's getting on to you know, the autumn, coming on to winter. They, they asked what they used to ask the old abbot. He said, now this year, is it going to be a very cold winter or is it going to be a mild winter? Because if it was a cold winter, they'd have to get lots of fuel to actually to collect to keep the monastery warm. Because, you know, there's no electricity up in those remote areas. And so the abbot said, let me meditate on this and I'll tell you tomorrow morning. And the poor young monk, you know, an abbot, you know, he's actually only bluffing because his meditation wasn't that good. So I so, said, oh, I'm going to answer my monks the following morning. You know, they expect me to meditate and be able to predict the weather for the winter time. You can't predict the weather. But anyway, what he did, you know, he called up, you know, the local meteorological office. Get the weather forecast without letting anybody know. And so, you know, he got through to somebody and said, I want the boss, the professor. So he got the professor of meteorology, and not telling, you know, it was a monk asking. He said, oh, what's the forecast for the winter? And, they, and the professor said, well, no one really knows, but, you know, we think it's probably going to be a bit cold. Thank you. So the following morning, he, he talked to his monks. He said, because of the power of my meditation, I predict that this year will be a cold winter. And all the monks thought, wow, we better collect lots of wood. So they went collecting lots and lots of wood. And after a week, they got a lot of wood. And then they asked, you know, is this enough? And the other thought, oh, better not sort of make a mistake and ruin my reputation. He said, I'll meditate on it tonight. Because that night, he went on the phone and all the monks couldn't see him. Lang up the professor again and said, you know, the professor didn't know who was calling. And he said, uh, 
the weather forecast for the winter. How is it going? And the professor said, actually, the signs are there's going to be a very cold winter. You know, the signs have got worse. So thank you very much. And the following morning, he said, because of my meditation, I predict that this winter will be very cold. So you better collect some more wood. So all the monks were really going all over the place, collecting wood here, collecting wood there. And after one week, a huge amount of wood they collected. And they said, is this enough? So the monk said, okay, I'll meditate again tonight until in the morning. Rang out the professor again. and said, is it, is it going to be a really cold winter? And the professor said, actually, I recognize your voice. You asked before, it's going to be an extremely cold winter. Really? Yes, extremely cold. That's what the science is saying. So the following morning, he told all the monks, get out there again, get every scrap of timber you can get, any boxwood, any old wood. It's going to be an extremely cold winter. And after another week, the whole monastery is full of wood. Cloudy move in it. And he thought, maybe I've gone over the top. So he called up the professor again. And he said, are you absolutely sure it's going to be an extremely cold winter? The professor said, this is going to be one of the worst winters ever in this part of the world. And that's when the monk said, how do you know? And the professor said, because those monks in the monastery have been collecting business. <laughs> Okay, so there it is. And that will give you an important foundation to understand financial markets. And I'm serious, we'll go back to that a couple times in the future. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. Also, hit that bell button next to the subscribe button. Thanks again.